What is going on, everybody? 41 Jake here. Happy Tuesday, it is, right? Just had the Memorial Day weekend. Hope you had some time with your family to think about and and remember those people that fought so hard for us. And over the years, you know, there's definitely um, some interesting facts that I read. I took some I took some time yesterday to read a little bit about Memorial Day and what it is and what it's about. And I was pretty fascinated. It kind of started back from actually right after the Civil War. Pretty incredible. Just over history, kind of what this date has meant to a lot of people and what it is meant to be from the original thought of creating it. But hopefully it was a good day for you and that you were able to uh, spend some time with family and just enjoy the freedom that we have in America. So today, though, let's jump into the topic because I, I'm fascinated what's going on, right? with some good news, SGN. Those of you that know me know I love The Office. I've been a huge fan of The Office. Back when it first came out, I never really watched it until I started working with a bunch of people that got super into it, and I was at E-Trade at the time. I was working the weird graveyard, I don't know what shift. It, it was like the whole evening, I, it was strange. And we would catch little glimpses of The Office on our breaks when we were off the phones. And I kind of got hooked pulled my wife into the mix and I've seen it so many times. It's constantly running in our house. Now my kids are starting to enjoy it. It is a, it's a definite, been a huge part of, I think just overall always having the background. It's one of those things you can just turn on and work and, and not have to really pay attention and you hear certain things here and there that you never noticed before. And I love it. And Jim, obviously John Krasinski from the office uh, main character, uh, did an amazing job at creating just a memorable experience in watching what he did on the show. And, you know, it connected to a lot of us in many ways, as far as originally with Pam, getting to know Pam and the Mary Pam, and then going off in his business venture that kind of hit me hard. There's definite overlap there as far as things that I've gone through experiences I've gone through as I chase my career and try to balance my family life. And, and it definitely uh, becomes very real really fast. But during this whole COVID-19 thing, what blew my mind was he, I think he filmed eight episodes, right? He started just, it's all on YouTube, which you're on YouTube right now, is accessible by anyone with one of these. Got my Gary Vee Hustle on there. Um, which I think gave it a lot of power. But I wanna talk about two quick things about what happened in very short amount of time. Okay, I think the first episode he aired, I don't have the exact date, but I think it has 17 million views to date. He did eight of them. It shows proof of the authority or the, uh, the power behind having an audience. Now, Jim already had an audience, and Jim comes from, uh, I should call him John, whatever, comes from a background with NBC, with the network. He knows the business model that networks have created and the whole mindset around advertising and having an audience. So he already kind of had that, but he didn't really start with that whole structure in mind that I'm aware of. Maybe he did, but what happened in such a short period while he was locked in his home during COVID and just came up with this concept, we're going to do something different and we're going to show some good news because there's a lot of negative. I mean, the sign that his kids created was just markers is just pretty simple, pretty basic. And he's now, over the weekend, he went through a whole big massive bidding war with the big networks. And now he's basically signed a deal with Viacom CBS 
we don't, we're not even sure the details yet of where the new episodes were, are going to come out, where this new show that he's created is going to be airing, how you can view it. And so there's a lot of stuff going on online, on social, on Twitter. Everybody's kind of talking trash, talking, well, I get it. You know, it's interesting to watch because it just shows the real drive to have attention. I mean, ultimately, that's what we're looking for. That's what these big networks are looking for. They want attention. So again, there's lots of ways they can get attention. Right now, they're doing whatever they can to keep your eyeballs on the TV watching the things they're putting out. So they like to show the bad stuff because typically the bad news drives a lot more attention than the good news. So the fascinating thing is that some good news captured a lot of attention enough for them to write a big check to John to produce a new show. What can we learn from this? What, how can we take what happened here and apply it to our lives? And I want to take even one step back because I watched a little bit of network TV for the first time in a long, long time. Usually it's just purely a web-based stuff, Hulu, Netflix, all those. And we just we were on vacation and um, happened to be watching a show with my daughter. And I saw commercials for the first time in a long, long time because I just don't watch regular TV. I don't ever have time. And every single commercial I saw was about COVID-19. It was a lot of toilet paper commercials that were talking about being safe with your family. Don't work. Don't worry. We're working 24 seven to make more toilet paper. They're spending millions of dollars so that their name shows up in your mind when you go to the store, because I felt really good. They're, they're working all the time so that I can have toilet paper for my family. That is in their mind branding. And that is where these big dollars are coming to write big checks to someone like John who's creating content that collects attention. That whole infrastructure of getting attention to sell products in hopes of in generating more revenue to continue to build up this brand so that you go to the store and buy Charmin versus the other brands because you see this commercial that makes you feel warm and fuzzy that they're working so hard for you and your family. Um, it's this cycle, this vicious cycle that you're caught in the middle of. And yet, where do you go to find new content? It's up to the networks. You go to your phone, you go to YouTube, you go to social, and you get pulled into different content by people that are putting it out for free, just like John did. Now, he wasn't, he was already kind of had a big audience, but he grew it even more by what he did. And what was fascinating is the content he put out was sharing other good news, other things that people were doing around the country, around the world. And it created a good experience, which got him a big check. So what do we learn from that? How do we apply this to our own lives? How do we take ourselves out of this vicious cycle that advertisers come in and basically ruin everything? How do you find that balance to leverage that power, that authority of creating an audience and keeping your true why, even if someone comes with you with a big check. Because I think, my personal opinion, I think John took a deal too quick. I think he could have done this in a different way. I think from his background, maybe he just, from the network, saw this as the opportunity and knew kind of where he was going with it. Who's to say? But I know that it definitely changes the authenticity of what he was doing, 
the second that this deal comes out. In his mind and what his, he was tweeting, it says basically, we're gonna come to everybody now because we're gonna have the, the backing of CBS. I don't know. I, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I want to talk more about how we can use this experience to learn and to grow for ourselves. No matter what you're doing, if you're a wholesaler, an advisor, whatever you're doing in the phone case space, your whole goal is obviously to win more business and help more people. And in the end, you want to make more money. I mean, ultimately, everybody's goal is to make more money. Let's be honest. So to do that, you have to have more attention. And classic way of getting more attention was you're going to take more people to lunch and get to know more people and you start networking. Well, what do you do? You jump on LinkedIn, you start to hunt people, you're you're looking around who does 401ks and then you start to Google and find different offices and you pop in and you find a, a contact, you send a cold email, you send a cold DM, you try to grow that network one by one. How can you flip that around? How can you be the one that they are coming to find you? And this, this is not happening right now. Very, very few advisors and wholesalers are actually, whether it's from a compliance reason or not, are actually doing it backwards. You're not creating the content that will build an audience to bring more attention to what you're going to do to help them. You're simply chasing them, trying to tell them, I'm gonna help you and here's, I'm, I wanna do this. And you're not even stopping for a second to listen to what they want. You're just trying to push out and tell them what you're going to do and, and get them to sign a deal with you. Flip that around. Be patient. Now, that's where I think John messed up. He wasn't patient enough. This eight episodes, you're already selling out? Come on. Come on, John. Go deeper. I mean, go bigger. You could have been so, you can go so much bigger. And now you're going to have a mix of people that maybe will just, I know I'm not going to find a way to watch it on CBS. I don't unless it somehow makes its way into Hulu or some other platform, I'm not going to watch it. But I did watch on YouTube when I saw that Michael Scott came back and I wanted to see the whole crew and I thought that was an amazing video. So how do you do that? Let's talk about the how content. And you don't have to create all original content. Look at 4K Specialist Magazine. Look at... Um, there's so many different great online magazines, but that one obviously is very important in our industry because what the team, John Sullivan, everybody does over there is basically gives you one resource to get all the content you could possibly need in the formal case space to be really in tune with what's going on. That's one way to do it. And that's a great way. Look at how much volume they have and attention they have. And I'm excited to see where they go with that because John is one amazingly smart guy and he's fantastic at what he does. What can you do in your niche, in your space, whether you're a wholesaler or advisor, figure out who you're trying to grow your audience with, who you want to come to you, what is the problem that they have the most, or what is the thing that they enjoy the most to learn about? And it doesn't have to only be plan design and fees and funds and think outside the box. Find a way to put out content, to create an audience by building a, a reason for them to come and watch you and learn from you. So that that's my thought to learn from John, is an audience will give you the authority to do, they're going to listen to you. But if you're the one pounding on the door all the time trying to push what you want to do all the time, uh, you know your ideas, 
that's different than creating content that will solve their problems. So first and foremost, understand the difference between social media and ongoing evergreen search searchable content. Okay, differentiate the two. Understand that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, get on TikTok, those are places people go to be entertained that they're not necessarily going to TikTok or Instagram to search for formal kit help. But it is a place that they're gonna spend some time, more time there than they are on other you know, websites, Google searches, YouTube, Pinterest, um, what am I forgetting? I think those are the main ones I really would focus on. That's where, you know what, someone has a question in their mind. Oh, you know what, how would I solve this problem with this plan? We, I'll give you an example. I just got off the phone with Chad over Tireholics. We're diving into a plan. And the, the scenario we have is one physician with a lot of staff and the ratios are not adding up. He's looking for ways to save on tax. It's not adding up. So we're really trying to brainstorm different ideas. So when you have a problem with that, where are you going to turn? I wouldn't know Chad if he didn't post things online. He wasn't loud and, and actually showed it, knew his stuff and shared it with the world through his YouTube channel and through his other events. I'm in Utah. He's in California. We, we would never have connected by having lunch together. But now I'm not only bypassing probably hundreds of TPAs between me and him, I'm talking to him and he's got better ideas that I haven't heard from other places. So that's the power of socials. Now I found him. Now I know how to connect with him. And we're working to solve a problem together. Now that possibly will open up another one and another one, another one. So if you're a wholesaler advisor, find a way to be yourself and create content and share good content and talk about different content. Make thoughtful comments places. Your compliance isn't blocking you from making a comment about a post here or there or share something like figure it out build that audience up because once you do and you do it authentically for a good purpose of helping them they're going to see your authenticity and they're going to follow you and they're going to want to be working with you at some point they'll be almost guilted into it at some point that's a big Gary V thing is giving you everything for free all the help in the world for free. Gary Vee's on TikTok today for 12 straight hours. Think about that for a second. Gary Vee's worth millions. He's been really actually pretty amazing through this COVID-19 thing. He stayed um, at home through most of it, which I thought was, I wasn't expecting from him. But he's giving up 12 straight hours of his day to be live on TikTok. And I caught a little bit of it. He's just taking different connections from people and he's inviting them on the chat and answering the problems doing q a that's that's down the road for you but what if you you're never going to get there if you don't start and once you do start and you actually help somebody they're going to want to do business with you whether you cost 100 bucks or a thousand bucks or 10 basis points more they're going to realize the value is there and they're going to be able to back you up when they go to the, find that client and say I want to I wanna work with this TPA or this wholesaler. We need to work with this platform because of this. So that's what we can learn from some good news. Number one, I'm going to repeat this. Building an audience is key. How do you build an audience? 
By number two, put out good content. Don't think so much about what am I going to say, what am I going to do. Document if you don't know what to say. Document what you did today. Today I got to work. I jumped on a call with a new plan. We talked through some of the plan design things that they were missing that I think could really help the group. We also looked at pricing. We are able to save them some money. Win-win. Here we go. All right, when's the next committee meeting? We're going to set up a meeting next week and see them. That's, that's what I did. And now I'm continuing. I'm working through a few other things. I, document what you're doing and share. If you're a medical group and you have a match on your 401k, you probably should rethink that. Not always, but it might be a good idea. Just document. Don't be so scared. Figure it out. And as you do that, you're going to find that your, your audience will grow. So build an audience, put out content, and be authentic. Uh, if I could just drive that into your minds, and I constantly repeat it to myself because I'm not, when I put these videos out and this podcast out, I'm not doing this because I want to win more business because you're listening to my podcast. Like I'm not even, this isn't even geared towards actual HR or CFO. This is for my peers, my competition. I'm sharing this with you because it's being, it's successful for me and I'm just going to get more and more at it and you're going to fall more and more behind. And I want you to start because there's so much needed help out there for 401k plans. There's so many advisors that are, that are just dropping the ball and so many HR people that just don't even know any better. We need to build a better experience. We need to put more effort in it. We need to be louder about it. So that's what I learned from it. I'm fascinated by this, how fast this came together. Some good news is still a great thing. Uh, if you haven't watched any of it, I would check it out because it's uh, it's impressive. The The one with the wedding is, is really, if you're an office fan, you will love it. And, uh, you know, it's Tuesday. We're about to start summer. And in two weeks, we're going to be doing the, I've got the club sesh going on with a K, right? Um, on June 5th at 1130. And this one, we're going to talk a lot about marketing and branding. So this is kind of a little a little tiptoe into it because the two are very different. Branding is, is not marketing. They're not the same thing. And too many times we overlap and we don't really know how to separate those two. And we get so caught up in just chasing plans after plan and thinking that we're going to convince them to pick us. Flip it around. They should be knocking on your door saying, please help us. We want the best. We heard you're the best from our neighbor, our friend, this person, that person. Like, how are they going to know you're the best if you don't put it out there, put out content and help other people? So my challenge to you today, make sure you attend. First, make sure you attend the club session if you can. The second challenge is shoot a quick one-minute video just sharing how excited you are to see how the rest of 2020 shakes out and the things that you're trying to do different in your practice, whether you're an advisor or a wholesaler, what are you trying to do different to impact and change lives of American families? I mean, if, however you want to word that, however you want to talk about it, what is your true why? And be specific. Be specific. And you may help one person. You may help 100 people. Who knows? You don't know unless you start doing it. Get over that fear. You don't need a fancy camera. This is, I'm using my, just, I don't have my DSLR today. I'm just using my my laptop, my my old 2012 MacBook Pro. I don't, 
The camera sucks. I don't care. You can hear me on the podcast. I got my good mic here. That's fine. But you have an iPhone or you have whatever other phone. Make a video. Get it out there. Put yourself out there. And you'll be you'll be impressed. So that's all I got today. Make this week a good one. You know, it's always hard to get back after a holiday, but make it a good one. And and really dive deep and don't just kick off summer thinking of all the fun you're gonna do. Think about all the good you're gonna do for your future clients. All right. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for either listening or watching. Go to 41jake.com, look for the club sesh. You, there's a link at the top. Sign up um, and you'll get an email just reminding you about it. I'm not trying to push anything, sell anything. We just want to group together, share ideas. June 5th, 1130, it's going to be marketing branding. Hope to see you there.